hello and welcome back my beautiful soul thank you for joining me today as we dive into the fifth insight of the celestine prophecy we are getting closer and closer to the end i hope you've been i hope you've been enjoying it so far uh if you have please make sure to give a thumbs up subscribe hang around for future videos and if you're just catching this now i would highly recommend you go back and check out the first four episodes so that you're all caught up to speed because each of these insights build upon one another very cool there is a huge blue jay and he just keeps flying like right by the window so if i get distracted <laughs> there's usually something in nature involved so that's why um but let's get into it okay so the fifth insight which i think or i hope you have experienced a moment like this in your life once you've felt it you will like never be able to go back and um this is really cool because the fourth insight was the understanding that people try to control one another to win or get energy right and so we talked about different ways that there's maybe manipulation or power tactics because people feel so disconnected from true source true god consciousness uh true infinite potential that makes us each up right that because we have lost or we think we've lost our connection to direct source we try to take or harness or control or gather energy from people around us okay we talk about parent and child dynamics where yes parents are probably often doing it because they think they are protecting or taking care of the child but also a lot of times there's underlying control or ego things playing out for them or their own stress and frustration coming into play so it's not really a loving respectful energy and the child picks up on that which we're going to get into in the sixth insight which is probably my favorite of all of them but the fifth insight has to do with the remembrance that we can connect directly to source itself and so we no longer realize we need to take from one another um what's so beautiful about this is there's a there's an experience and this is what i'd love to hear in the comments if you've had this before there's an experience where the main character is running away, trying to find safety, and he kind of just, in the spur of the moment, is trusting his intuition, or you could call it his instinct as well, right? And um, he finds himself eventually on this ledge overlooking the most beautiful scenery ever, <laughs> the most beautiful scenery ever, and he kind of has this come to God moment, we could call it, where it's like he transcends time and space and he has this sort of euphoria and this feeling of being brought back through the cosmos through generations on earth and all the way back through evolution and it's just this really transcendental moment and he doesn't know how long it takes place for but eventually he comes back around and like now it's gotten dark and he's just blown away by this feeling. So what I'd love to hear from you is 
Um, if you've ever had something like that, or if you've had the synchronicities, which was insight number one, those meaningful coincidences that are leading you somewhere. Um, I know for me in my travel so many times, not at the beginning days when I was very closed minded and when I didn't believe in energy or didn't pay attention to it, life was a lot more challenging, I would say back then. But the more I found myself doing healing work, mindset reprogramming, my energy work, the quantum healing stuff, just finding more unity and connection to God, the more I noticed that I was always being guided and led, whether it was like breadcrumbs in music or signs and numbers, as I talk about in the first insight, or if it was just this really strong, deep inner knowing of what to do next. And I like to always give the examples of my travel for this because travel is probably the one scenario in my life that has always been the easiest because I've had this like underlying belief that it's always gonna work out for me, that the most magical things unfold. And so even in the most chaotic trips when uh, storms show up and I'm in an island in the Philippines and I don't know what I'm gonna do next, um, and I end up meeting a stranger on the ferry and have a place to couch surf for a few nights and um, or other people who then invite me and we go out for dinner with their family or even the most recent one was I was planning to go to Turkey for three months, but then something didn't feel totally right. And my intuition, I just, I just knew like, don't force it, you know, like it, like everything always feels so seamless for me with travel. So if it's not feeling seamless, that's my sign to like hold off and not force it. And so I felt that kind of like friction or tension. And I was like, you know what, I'll wait until the morning and see what, what happens then. And that was the morning of the really bad earthquake. And so that had I not listened to that and had I forced it, then I might have booked my flight, my accommodations the night before, and then had to deal with the aftermath and the whole like, am I going to do this? What do I do? All that kind of stress and struggle. So these moments where we feel deeply, deeply connected energetically those are perfect examples where there's nothing in me that's needing to take from one another. There's nothing in me that is in like a desperate need to control or to gain something or to pull from another person because I feel myself directly connected to source and I'm receiving the energy that way. That's the whole thing about being a channel, right? We are all direct channels. We're like little antennas <laughs> walking around the planet. And we are channels. We're constantly sending and receiving information, whether that's like verbal, whether that's mental, whether that's emotional or physical. You know, you are truly a conduit all the time. And it's a matter of like, what are you being a conduit for? So if you're operating from a place of more fear, more scarcity, more lack, from a place of really major disconnect to a creator, then you will be in that fear in that place. And you're most likely going to then feel a desperate need to take 
from someone else in order to fill you up and feel a little bit better or to control someone else in order to fill you up and feel a little bit better, right? When we're in a more weak, fear-based state, we tend to want to manipulate someone so that then we feel a bit stronger. Now we're not the weakest anymore because there's someone beneath us who we're putting the pressure on or dictating or whatever the case may be, right? That's why in the last insight, the perfect example was the parents to the child because we see this so often since children are so innocent and so vulnerable, they need our protection and care the most out of everyone. And we have a society that is kind of doing the opposite and has been doing the opposite for a long time where parents feel so out of control or disconnected from their own connection to source. They don't feel whole and full within themselves. And so they are then trying to control or suppress or siphon from their child. Um, It's immediately making me think of years of competitive sports my brother and I played. And Maybe he liked them. He definitely liked them more than I did. Uh, But I just played them because I loved him and I wanted something in common and because it was expected of me. Because both my parents played university basketball. So from literally as young as I can remember, I was hearing things about like, oh, you're going to follow the family footsteps and be a basketball star and all this stuff. And I remember feeling so much pressure when I didn't even know that that's the word to describe it, but I just felt like I was being controlled and weighed on. And then because of my own parents' insecurities and their lack of feeling acknowledged or respected in certain ways or things like that, they then tried to use... I would say, my brother and I, which is very common for parents, right? They want to live vicariously through their children so that it boosts their ego and now they feel better. And they're like, oh, like, look at my child. They're the best one on the court or they're the best one in the classroom and blah, blah, blah. As if it says something about them. And that once again adds to this power dynamic where now the parent is sourcing their energy and sourcing their worthiness through their child. And I can speak from my own personal experience that that takes a long time to heal afterwards and to come to terms with. So once again, the more we can connect to source and connect to a loving creator to fill those gaps, the less we would put it on one another. And I think the less pressure um, and toxicity we would see for children especially, but in families, in all kind of toxic relationship dynamics. So that was a huge tangent. <laughs> um, what's beautiful is when he's experiencing this feeling, it's this overwhelming sense of love. And I can say from my own journey, there have been certain people who have entered my life and activated the most intensely beautiful feeling of unconditional love. And it is this like radiating, overflowing energy 
that is really hard to describe, but if you've felt it, you will know what that's like. And that is our connection to me, in my opinion, that's our true nature and that's our connection back to source, to our divinity, right? And when you get that feeling, there's no need to take or chase or look for it from someone else because you realize actually you can access that right now. In fact, me just thinking about it, I like feel my whole body tingling and getting that energy. And it's like, that's what we get to embody and that's how we get to show up. And anytime I reach that state, it is an unconditional love where there's nothing I'm trying to take from someone else, nothing I'm trying to control anymore. And I'm just truly like, let me just embody and exude this wherever I go because I know there's more where it came from because it came from an unlimited source and a loving creator. So there's no need for fear or stress. And so as this quote here that I'm finally going to read <laughs> Um, is the gentleman wants to access that feeling again, right? He had the come to coming to God moment and he's like, whoa, I've never experienced anything like this before. And now my everyday life seems very dull, very gray, very mundane. And if you're in your own spiritual awakening, you can probably relate. I know that contrast for me has become more and more extreme where you know when you're tapped in and connected to source and things just feel flowy and beautiful and like you're in the vortex and when you're like for me it's like a very drained tired feeling and then it's like bitter exhausted like hangry <laughs> comes into play a lot but everything just feels more dull and like melancholy and it's a lot more challenging to stay positive or to overflow because I'm not connected in those moments. I'm not feeling unconditionally loved myself. So how can I spread that, right? So this gentleman is like, oh, like I lost, lost the feeling. Like I guess... I guess the feeling that I was having in that moment was love. Um, but he says, love is something that just happens. I can't make myself love anything. And the guide in that moment says, you do not make yourself love. You just allow love to enter you. But to do this, you must position your mind by remembering what it felt like and then try to feel it again. And... I love this part because it's truly about our openness and our willingness to receive what already exists, right? And this is the most beautiful segue into things regarding law of attraction, right? And unity consciousness and realizing we're not separated, we're connected at all times, right? Um, abundance already exists. Uh, love already exists. Your desire already exists. So we don't need to force and make it happen. You don't need to make yourself love or make yourself feel good because that's still coming from like a place of effort and that's coming from maybe a lower vibrational place. The trick is to allow love to enter you by positioning your mind 
and remembering what it felt like and then trying to feel it again. So if we can open our minds up to the fact that even though right now I might be feeling stressed or down or depleted or it might feel really mundane and gray or there's chaos in the world, um, yes, that's true and that's there. But if I allow myself and open myself up to feel a little bit better, to feel a little bit more positive, and if I position my mind to a state of being where now I can receive and connect to a higher vibrational emotion such as love, simply that willingness, that act of opening yourself up allows new energies to move through you. So just as I was giving that example of like, we're all just walking antennas, right? Around the earth. If you're walking around and you're so freaking determined <laughs> to stay connected to a low vibrational frequency or stay connected to the radio station 97.9, that's just like emotional and draining and depressing. If you're committed and fixed on that station, then of course that's what you're going to keep feeling and therefore sending out and therefore attracting back, right? But if you're open and you're willing to position your mind and go, you know what? <sighs> Let's dial it up a little bit more. I'm open to feeling better. I'm open to new waves of energy coming in. I'm open to feeling more harmonious. I'm open to receiving guidance or positivity or love, right? When you simply uh, reframe and position, as they say in the book, your mind into that, you allow yourself to now be the antenna or be the conduit for that different frequency to come in. And the more you do that consciously, the more natural it becomes each day the more you're going to shift things in your life and let go of relationships, let go of jobs, let go of stresses or things that are holding you back and making you feel stuck in that place. And the more you're going to attract people, jobs, things that allow you to stay in that higher vibrational place, right? The more we just focus and commit to connecting to love or to that love frequency or to God, whatever you want to refer to in this moment, when you allow yourself to be the channel for that, your reality is then going to start to shift around it and you'll feel it a lot more often. So here he's getting into this place where now he's just feeling so filled with love because he allowed himself to open up to it and he could feel that kind of streaming in and moving around. And then he has more appreciation for the people, for nature and the stuff nearby. And he's feeling himself being filled. So it's like this positive energy exchange, right? In the last insight, they talked about the negative energy exchange during a fight where each person was trying to one-up the other and it was like a pulling of the energy and then they'd one-up and then they'd kind of pull that energy back. We don't need to do that when we're not trying to gain, 
gain, gain or get. That's why I said it so weirdly. When we're not trying to get energy from someone else and instead we're like, bing, <laughs> let's just get our energy from source, right? Then I don't need to take from you. We can disagree. We can go our own separate ways. We could stay here and continue to disagree. It doesn't really matter. But there's no need for me to try to power struggle with you because I'm feeling filled up from source. So I'm not drained and depleted and trying to get from you to fill me up, right? And it's just the simplest understanding or the simplest example of the fact that the more people start to do this and the more each person finds that higher level connection, the better the world will be because there really will not be the need to manipulate, control, or take from one another. So these are where it was 2112, 2112, when I looked up. Um, the, more, the more people will realize, um, the more practices you do, sorry, I lost my train of thought with that number. The more practices you do to just feel connected and get into that loving space, whether that's meditation, breath work, nature, all the things I talk about on this channel, dancing, movement, painting, art, music, like whatever puppies, <laughs> whatever fills you up with joy and helps you get into a more loving frequency. Imagine if that was our job and ultimately I think that is like I think we've just been lied to and tricked into uh, whatever uh, 20th century not even I don't know but like we've been tricked and lied to about jobs our sole purpose is to be a channel for love. And imagine if every single one of us prioritized that first thing in the day of like, let me just do whatever. This is actually my life, which is why I'm so grateful. It's like, let me do whatever I need to do this morning to fill my cup and make myself feel so good and so supported and loved and just in a good energy. And then naturally from that place, I just want to pour that over into other people, which is through my content, through my coaching programs, my courses, the ways that I can show up for family or friends around me, right? But it's because I fill my own cup first through the channel to source. And then it's like, now let me share this and let me spread it to someone else. But there's no power play, no power play dynamics. So the more you find that in your own right and in your own natural harmonious way, then the more you can show up and shift your reality. And ultimately I pray for the day we can all be living a life where that's our normal of like just feeling so deeply connected to a loving creator and then overflowing that in whatever way feels good, whatever way is naturally aligned for each person. Because then you're truly just operating as your authentic self and sharing your natural gifts out into the world, however that looks to you. So that is the fifth, fifth insight, is all about finding that connection to source and allowing love to move through you and no longer needing to take or garner that from someone else. So I hope you found this helpful. I will see you again very soon on the next video for the next insight. 
Uh, I'm sending you so much love and we will talk soon.